0: You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When you have a baby, many things change. If you've decided to be the stay at home parent, it may be the first time you've relied on your partner for financial support. Going from earning your own income to having to ask your partner for money can be really difficult, especially if the domestic work you do isn't seen as valuable as the work. They do out of the home. Kaz Cook is the best selling author of the 2020 edition of Up the Duff, a new anniversary edition of the original title. Hi Kaz, how are you? Hello, good to be here. Have you seen this scenario before where you know one person stays home and then all of a sudden they're reliant on the other? Absolutely, and
1: you've put it really well. And sometimes it flips because sometimes the person who's been at home then goes back to work and the other person stays home for a while, or everyone tries to keep all the beach balls in the air mm-hmm. and does a bit of both. And both people might have both partners might be going part time. But I think it's really important to uh, To talk about these things if you can when you 're pregnant, to try and sort them out, so is the wage if it, if you 're going to one wage, is it going to be our money, or is the person who 's actually earning it being paid for their work? are they still going to think of it as their money, and are they or does it come into a joint bank account it 's really good to work out if you 're on the same page about a whole lot of stuff that 's why i 've got lists in up the duff about but and sometimes of course you know people are 4 months into a pregnancy before they know and they're a bit behind the eight ball about having these discussions and sometimes it can be really surprising to find out what your partner thinks um because it's 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 also about as you say you know the domestic labor the the emotional labor of of being in a couple you know who who buys the christmas presents for the relatives it can be even down <laughs> to that but you know does the person who's getting paid for their work do they never have to tidy up again? Because the poor person who's at home looking after the baby, also, you know, um, the answer to that is no. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, but 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 I'm not going to matter if you're in a relationship with someone who disagrees. That's going to exactly. be hard.
0: And it, and it is often um, how people sometimes people just assume they're going to parent the way. They they were parented right, or the and, opposite, maybe. Yes, like, or the opposite. That's right. But if you that that idea that you're you might be surprised what your partner thinks. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. that is that is a real
1: eye opener, isn't I it? I just heard one um the other day about um a dad who gave uh, a fairly new um baby, I mean a new human, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um gave them um some painkiller for uh, teething, and the Mum was furious, and you know w- felt violated that she hadn't been asked. And I get that because you know, with a, you know, if you've if you've seen everything go into your baby's mouth and you know exactly what it is, but you know that's something to talk about. You know, you should always tell the other partner if you're gone you know, if you're planning to, particularly if it's the first time. Um, but that's the kind of thing. And then imagine how much bigger that, that gets if it's about vaccination. You know, imagine finding out that you're six months pregnant and your partner has the opposite view. So... There's a whole lot of conversations that okay. that I encourage people to have. Um, yeah, you don't want to have when they're pregnant. Months. But I think the chores one is really big, and I think you know, what are we doing with our money? Where where does it go? What do we call it? I think though, because you know, I've also heard, um, and, and this applies to whether you're really struggling or whether you've got a little bit extra, because sometimes I've also heard of I don't know what you think of this. I know what I think of this. Um, male partners who say that. If they're going to get a cleaner once uh, children arrive, then that should come out of the woman's wage. <laughs> I think. I think I just worked out how you feel about that.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, but but yeah, exactly. That that um, and even who's going to babysit? You know, where where would we? Which relatives would we leave kids with? How do we deal with troubling relatives who are? tend to be busy, busybodies, because th- that advice is probably going to start before the baby arrives. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole whatever somebody's opinion is about breastfeeding, food, whether someone's got an allergy, whether allergies exist. And there are apparently some in-laws who don't respect, you know, that, that a kid has an allergy because they don't believe it. You know, there well, yeah. are just all sorts of issues that it's really important to – I think that phrase, being on the same page – and even if you, you're not, you, you can't quite get on the same page about everything, that you kind of respect the other person. I mean, social media is important too. Um, a lot of people don't want photos of their kids on social media. So that means you can't put photos of their kids on social media. But what if one, what if the mum wants to do that and the dad doesn't? Yeah. You know, there's, there, there are these negotiations. And I think quite often the person who says no should probably prevail but not when it comes to vaccination. So it yes. is, it's tricky, isn't it? Yeah. So you're
0: saying in your book you have sort of lists of what people can, what they can be talking about or what they should be talking about. Just
1: maybe things that haven't occurred to them yet. Yeah. About that they that, that they might be facing. I think a lot of women don't think about what it will mean to not have money that oh they God, can call yes. their own. Yeah. And I think, you, and, and psst, People will have their own ideas. Do they want an account under their own name? Are they happy for all the money to go into an, a joint account under both names? You know, these these are significant things. What's going to happen to your credit rating if, if if accounts aren't in your name? Yeah. You know, what if you what if you just have a credit card on somebody else's credit card? Uh, these are these are sort of yeah. important things.
0: And with the um, what I find interesting about that, I mean, um, especially with the finances, I. My youngest is now five, and we've only just sorted
1: out how we view <laughs> right. this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think often it happens by default. Yeah. And, and sometimes even who's going to take the pregnancy leave happens by default. Yes. And there's not even a conversation with who's earning more, who wants to stay at home more, who has a stronger feeling about that. You know, there's... there's... We didn't...
0: know we fell into everything, I've got to say. Yeah. And, and it makes perfect sense to me, particularly with the finances, that that is something
1: that would be best spoken about previous to having kids. Um, And even if you can't, Mm. then don't kind of let that moment pass you by because you haven't had it yet and, oh, well, you might as – you know, have that conversation. What are you saving for or are you just getting by? And if you are, then how are you budgeting and who's – you know. And how are you going to – Do you have a right to know what your partner spends – you know, what what is called in the trade discretionary items, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's, a, it's sort of about privacy too, isn't it? Yeah, and respect and trust mm-hmm. and all of those things.
0: Um, so the money thing seems, in a way, something I probably could have got my head around before I had the baby. What I wouldn't have got my head
1: around was the uh, amount of work a baby is. Oh, yeah, I don't think you – I don't think even if somebody tells you – you know that experience where I've heard a lot of uh, women say this, "Oh, why didn't they tell me it was going to be so hard?" You just you just don't listen. You just no. you don't, you can't take it in before it happens to you. I, I I don't think unless you've lived very closely, you've lived with a a, a parent who's, you know, a full-time mm. carer. Yeah. Um, so how then do you kind
0: of work out because you might say, for example, when you're talking about uh, you have the conversation, who's going to stay home? And you feel, as many people probably do feel, very lucky to stay home with the baby. To And and therefore, at that point of saying, oh, fantastic, you're happy for me to stay home with the kid. Oh,
1: well, I'll take care of all the domestic stuff. Mm. Because... Well, that's one reason why I've got a list. I, I, I say to couples, make a list. Because sometimes that's not even agreed on. Like sometimes people look at a list and go you'd clean the toilet every week. <laughs> <laughs> that will change when you have a toddler. Um, but, but do you know what I mean? Yes, like sometimes yes. that's when you find out that your partner's kind of a little bit astonished that, you know,
0: that's what that, you do. Yeah, that's that's
1: how, why you've got to clean toilet. That's how often things are vacuumed or, yeah, you know, well, why should I start vacuuming now? Just because of, I don't care about the vacuuming. Like those are sort of big conversations yes. to have. And I, I know that before I had a baby, I had no idea that you didn't have time to have a shower in the first few. It just didn't well, I, I didn't know anything.
0: No, yeah, but why would you think that it would be hard to have a shower? Yeah, you just why? that. that and,
1: and until that happens, I, I can remember to my eternal shame saying to a um, gorgeous young woman, I don't know, 25 years ago, she was at home with a baby and she was also looking after another person's toddler um, to make a little bit of money on the side. And I said to her, what do you do all day? Do you watch TV? Ah! <laughs> now, to her credit, that woman did not stab me to death with a the fork she was holding at the time but I what that's how ignorant I was I just and I remember thinking before I had my baby oh every four hours I'll feed the baby then I go and write something or you know
0: do a bit of nails done a bit of work
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah have a nap but it's and that's another thing that I suggest is Whoever's at home, whoever's in paid work, sometimes swap. That person who's going out to work all day, every day, and feeling that pressure of, you know, you've got to keep bringing home the money for us to live like this. And it's hard to live on one wage if that's what you're doing. But, you know, they need to know what it's like to be at home for... You know, a whole span of so they've got to do a Saturday or a Sunday with the baby, while the other person goes somewhere else completely. I know it's hard with if you're breastfeeding, but you know what I'm saying. You know, and and because most women who are at home with babies know what it's like to be in full time work, but very often the person in full time work has never done the full time childcare. So it's just it's really important for that empathy to know what the other person's going through.
0: A hundred percent. I think that's the only way you can get proper. Proper respect, to be honest, and just
1: and just to keep communicating and 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 to un, you know just to to understand, as you say, you know to, to keep that respect when you are completely exhausted. And that's just if things are going well. Yes, you know that's that's if yes. there's not an unforeseen health problem or someone loses loses their job unexpectedly, or you know it is it can be a perfect storm too. Yes, as well. God, I'm glad my kids are old.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is Sorry. the good
1: thing. They will, they will get older. <laughs> they will get older. This and is then... the 20th anniversary of Up the Duff, which is how I know my kid's 21. <laughs> <laughs> well, the
0: other thing I should say, people. Um, yeah, it took me five years, but I got there.
1: Yeah. And, you <laughs> to, know where, where are we? Uh, you mean as a confident parent? Or? No,
0: God, no. <laughs> just that we know what's happening with oh, the money. Oh, I
1: see. You know what's happening with the money. Yeah. Yeah, we
0: still got to work on the domestic chores. <laughs> yeah. But, well, you know, that's lifelong,
1: isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Training. Um, and and can I just ask? Mm-hmm. Have you lowered your standards? I know oh, I God, have, yes, because you have to, don't you? Like, yeah. a, you know, if there's not active banana. Yeah, growing out of.
0: <laughs> Can I say I lowered my standards for the entire unit apart from my bedroom because I I ended up kicking needed, my husband out because he snores.
1: And you needed some I just a needed place one that room. had order. Yeah, yeah. But now yeah, uh, my
0: son's bumblebee transformer has died in the corner of the room, and apparently that's where he okay is he, resting, resting forever. Place. Yeah. So but there's that, also
1: a difference between I think I also and I hadn't before, but I now have a very clear philosophical uh d- you know difference between clean and tidy. Oh god, yeah. So, yes. you know, and I'm I'm a bit like you, I'm now back to tidy because my kids 21 and off at uni, but yeah, yeah, I just as long as there was there was no health hazard, <laughs> there were t- <laughs> there were times when the disorder. But you know, I also get the dream of you know the Maria condo <laughs> does it spark? Does my child spark joy? All right, I'll keep them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's interesting the thing about the
0: tidy house because I've spoken to people. Um, I know Annabelle Crab was always fond of saying, "Just let the housework go," and I appreciate that. If you're the kind of person that it doesn't it doesn't make irritate, but yes, yeah, and, no, and I that get you. kind of mess where my child, both of my kids, their well, if you toys, can't find the
1: toddler. Yeah, that's very. You know? <laughs> How can you parent? Yeah, Where's my exactly.
0: child? There's just rubbish here. But I
1: think, you know, I mean, you know, I wrote the book Babies and Toddlers f- about what happens, you know, when, when the babies arrive. But, but you know, having been updating up the duff for 20 years, it's – I think people have more of a philosophy about how they want their home and how they want to parent, i.e. strict hippie, you know, to label just just – to generally do it quickly in (laughs) in shorthand. But far less of a philosophy about pregnancy or about getting ready to be a parent. Like we we don't do getting ready to be a parent very well, even though we have nine months, Mm. you know. And so, and we don't, because we don't live in a village or tribal atmosphere, most of us, we don't really know what it's like to be pregnant and having having a baby Mm. in the house. So the shocks kind of keep, coming and you and you're incredibly busy and I totally get you saying because I, you know there are certainly things that you just you just go on day to day don't you yeah and um, I was, when
0: I was pregnant what I was concentrating on was my app telling me how big the baby was and being careful about what I was eating and exercising all those sorts of things but it never occurred to me to have a conversation about money or chores or chores yeah. or um, parenting styles, yeah. which would have really helped us at the phase of trying to get my daughter to sleep through the night. Um, yeah, right. But we would have agreed, but we just didn't even talk about it. Yes, and
1: so we went into some certain challenges. So not only did you not know if you were on the same page, you didn't know what the page was. No, yeah,
0: and so we we.
1: That meant that we yeah, would look too. for help uh, and yeah. then not, and take the wrong advice because
0: we oh, haven't so reminded much advice. Ourselves. That's
1: the other thing. Like mm. when I first wrote this book twenty years ago, people didn't know anything. Now they're completely snowed under by this. You know, if most of it misinformation or commercials trying to sell you stuff, or people who want to be validated for their um, their beliefs, you know, and that it's really hard to sort out. That's one of the reasons why in the book I went, okay, what are the reliable websites that aren't trying to sell you something? What are the websites that are, you know, not pressure groups, but are independent? And what are the, what are the premier sort of research? Because I, I just think parents are getting this stuff chucked at them all the time now. I think it's, I think it's really different. And this, the image that we're getting on, um, on Instagram of, you know, people in crop tops brandishing a mango at us and giving us <laughs> nutritional advice without any qualifications. Like, really? Um, so I just kind of wanted to do the opposite of that and mm. go and, you know, talk to the specialist dietitians and... Yeah, and know, get the facts.
0: Yeah. We'll be back with Kaz right after this. When you become a parent, you enter an exclusive club, one that only other parents can truly understand. I spent a lot of time running and yelling names. Come back, get back here. But I bought him
1: one of those backpacks
0: that had a lead, like, you know, a monkey one. Because it doesn't look as bad yeah, like a disguise. (laughs) (laughs) The Parent Panel is a weekly podcast that invites adults to ponder the big questions of looking after small children with more than a bit of humour mixed in. Join us for The Parent Panel wherever you get your podcasts. When we're talking about um, these things like, say you're pregnant and you're listening and you think, okay, sounds like a good idea to have these conversations before the baby comes. Uh, I know that I could be... Cooking dinner, and I've been thinking all day about the things I need to talk to my husband about that would improve our relationship and make make family life much more enjoyable. And then I sit there and go, "Now's not the time." And
1: maybe end of the day, and everyone's tired, and and maybe
0: not five things. Maybe give him one at a time. Yeah, yeah. So how how can we approach these things in a way that's not going to completely freak our partner out? Am I just am I just projecting oh, my you own issues? Yeah, yeah. Um
1: no I get what you're saying and I also think um I think women think about this stuff on average more more than men. Um and I don't think that's necessarily a biological thing that we're born with. I think um okay. you know women are kind of trained to be the ones who organize and plan and um very often and it's not always but very often it is the woman in the relationship um And uh, it's really a very means that being lesbian parents is probably the ideal. You've got two (laughs) organisers, but I I think you're right. I think it's about picking your time, but I think it's also about um, presenting it not as I'm telling you something, but um, I really want to know what you think about this. Mm. Um, I'm just wondering if we're on the same page. Um, You know, what what do you reckon? Um, I, I think it's about tone, yeah, um God, I got to work on tone. Oh, I have no tone in many ways, um, but I, I, and I wonder if it isn't just hey, I've got this book up the duff here's a list of stuff that we should probably find out about, yeah, whether we we sort of think the same yeah, um, it's
0: very I think that having a list must be so helpful for people. Because, like I said, how can you predict what it will be?
1: And also I think there are – like who's already paying the bills in the house if you're already living together? And most people are before they have a baby, I think. Um, You know, when when you're paying the bills or like who does that now and maybe you say, hey, you know, like is it going to – do you think it should be the person who's at home who's doing the finances or do you want to do them or should we have a – what do you reckon? Should Mm. we have a budget? You know, here are the things, because it can be very expensive, mostly before the baby's there to get that that big equipment stuff. And also in the book, of course, it's, it's about the balance between paying enough for a good product, pram, cot, whatever, not getting ripped off and buying something just for the fancy schmancy brand, but also being aware of where you can find out whether things are safe because not a single travel cot passed the safety tests that were done by choice wow. a year
0: ago did they also do an ease of assemblage test with <laughs> <laughs> travel yeah.
1: costs? You They're get shouting. five allen key. it's the five <laughs> allen key like the five star <laughs> treatment but isn't that incredible mm. so um, there's i think we we often assume that we have to pay big money for something and we often assume that if it's on sale it has to be safe you know so there's a there's a few different it's also i think sometimes a lot of male partners feel that there's nothing they can do when their partner's pregnant. There's nothing they can do to help, but they can. They can They can help with researching not just equipment, but how are we going to arrange the finances? And, yeah, of course you should have an account in your own name or, of course, we only need a joint account, whatever suits both of you and isn't imposed by one. You know, mm. it's good practice, isn't it, oh, to it's... start, you know, having conversations about important things. Yeah, and money is one of those things. Um yeah because the conversation's never going to be, we have so much of this yes. money stuff. I just well, wow. yeah, who cares? <laughs> How many yachts should we have, darling? <laughs> I know you can't tell what i you
0: can't tell what I spend because we've got so much money. So let's say we're living in the perfect world, which of course we're not, mm. but let's aim for the stars, you yeah. might get the chimney pots. Uh, regardless of where you're at, whether you've got a new baby or you're pregnant or you've even got a toddler and you're listening and you're thinking, oh yeah, this situation is not working out. Maybe they've even had the conversation, but then reality hit and they've gone. I don't quite agree with what we first said. Things have changed. What would be the ideal scenario for a kind of healthy shared financial, domestic family
1: life. Like, I think it really depends on what suits both people. And the only way to know that someone isn't seething with resentment underneath <laughs> one way or the other um, is to keep talking. And it sounds simple, but it's actually not. Because you do end up falling on the couch in front of the TV. You do end up in any spare moment going to the park with the kids you know it's hard to have harder conversations it's really hard if you if you're not agreeing on how something should be or it's even if you are in it together but times are tough and i would say don't let it become corrosive either against each other or against you both as a as a couple because um you know i've put, as i always do in the book there are more info sections about where to go for more help there are great websites with all of this stuff and if it gets a little bit heated you can always say well there it's on that this government financial website sets out a budget or has this you know like rather than go to a commercial source or or fall for advertising or or a product or an investment thing that someone's trying to sell you um, go to some really reputable source um, that's there to help people um, and I've recommended a, a couple of those don't be afraid to outsource uh, and go and see a financial counsellor or um, something like that just to, to help you both through Kaz, thank you
0: so much for coming in today. Thank you. That's Kaz Kaz Cook. She's the best-selling author of Up the Duff, The Real Guide to Pregnancy. It has its new 2020 edition. Oh, my goodness, in 2019. That is crazy. (laughs) Um, And as uh, Kaz touched on in that interview, everything in the book has been really well-researched. It's factual. It's not pushing you one way or another. And we'll pop links in the notes of this episode to where you can get a copy feed play love is a babyology podcast produced by debbie ning and presented by me siobhan hunt we'd love to hear from you so if you'd like to get in touch email us at feedplaylove at au. see you next time